1: Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. both for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD, 94.1 FM, and wyadonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could join us as well. We're excited to welcome back Master Event Planner, entrepreneur, and author, as well as my friend, Melissa Banks, to the program. Melissa's going to talk to us about the year that's been 2022 for her. As you guys know, we just have a couple more months left in this year. We'll talk about what it's been for her to use her platform to be able to expand on her brand, and of course that you guys know how to stay connected with her as well if you all are not connected with her. Melissa, welcome back to the program.
0: Hi, Cyrus. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here.
1: Uh, The pleasure is definitely always mine. It's always great catching up with you, my friend. So let's start off with that. What has the year that's been 2022, what has that been like for Melissa Banks?
0: Oh wow, it's been amazing. You know, so many doors open that um, I didn't see coming. So the journey has continued, and it's been really great. I'm excited that we're we're having more uh, in person events as well as virtual events, and and just the whole uh, experiences of this year. Book coming out, you know, so excited about that, and didn't see that coming. So it's been an amazing journey this year. So many wonderful things happened.
1: Well, Melissa, people know you primarily as, as I mentioned, a Master Event Planner. And as you just alluded to, of course, the way we've kind of conducted meetings, events, all of those things have definitely changed, especially since 2020. Was that an easy navigation for you? Because you were known for your in-person events. Was that an easy transition for you to to then embrace virtual hybrid and now trying to do do all of it now in 2022?
0: You know, surprisingly enough, because, you know, I just love experiences and being with people. However, surprisingly enough, first I just made up my mind that I was willing to learn and make the changes necessary to make the other types of events, virtual and hybrid, as you mentioned, just as great of an experience as in person. So once I, I embraced that, it was just a natural flow because, you know what, everybody wants a great experience regardless whether they're in the room or not. So once I embraced that, I was able to navigate through the different processes and the different things to make the event just as enjoyable, just as wonderful. So it really um, was an easier transition than I would have thought it would be for me.
1: I think a lot of it, Melissa, has, uh, has caused all of us, myself included, to think outside the box in the way that we do things. Mm-hmm. Because I think it really does show, especially the past couple of years, that we never know what's on the horizon. We can do all the planning we want, right? But we never know how the world is going to change and how we'll have to make adjustments. We talked about uh, the the different types of events, but the other caveat to that is another thing all of us have experienced is supply chain issues and shortages mm-hmm. and higher prices. So all of that kind of goes into being an entrepreneur. So let me go back then. When it comes to being an entrepreneur, Melissa, what was it that made you say, Knowing that it, every day was not going to be glamorous, right, what made you say that was going to be the world and the past for you?
0: Well, you know, I think it said it to me. You know, I talk about this often that, you know, I, I never really dreamed of, well, I never dreamed of uh, entrepreneurship. It wasn't on my radar. It wasn't something I thought of. Um, I grew up in at a time where there weren't many um, business owners or entrepreneurs that looked like me. So stepping into that arena was definitely a God-given vision that I had to embrace and I had to be willing to, to learn a lot and trust God to take me through the journey. And that's that's been over 23 years ago, and, and I still push through. I continue to learn and embrace the environment that I'm in.
1: What Has it been an easy for thing for you, Melissa, to – want to keep learning, because I think a lot of us, just in life in general, we like, uh, we like familiarity, right? We like to, to mm-hmm. know what we're going to do, how it's going to be done. But when things are kind of thrown in our path, it kind of shakes things up. It, that, that sometimes takes people aback, and some people quite honestly quit. So what, let me ask you, was that an easy thing for you to do to realize that in order to have the success you wanted, that sometimes would require change,
0: well, you know, I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was necessary. I think one of okay. the the keys to, to my journey, journey moving was being willing to to know what I didn't know, admit what I didn't know, and then go find mm. the people who knew what who know it. So one of yeah. the biggest challenges to me that so many people had, um, even in this this season we're in, you know, going from everything was wonderful, we were having all these great events, and and we were easy. To, it was easy to get supplies. It was easy to make things happen. But then we had to transition. COVID hit and the world changed and the way we did business changed. So you had to have a willingness to go out and learn what you didn't know. I would have, I mean, before COVID hit and virtual events became something that was necessary, I would, you know me, I never would have thought that that would be something that I would want to learn to do and, and learn as much as I could to make it a great experience. So I think it yeah. begins with just being willing to learn more and admitting to yourself what you don't know and go find the people who
1: know it. So uh event planning is just one aspect of what you do, Melissa. You also, as I mentioned, you're a motivational speaker and an author. You know, I have told people before that this path that I'm on is not something that I saw growing up. I didn't see people, as you mentioned, who look like us, who were doing these things. What has that been like for you to see as far as when it comes to being a motivational speaker, being you know announced as an author? What has that been like for you to embrace?
0: You know, it is a journey, actually. It's been from um, amazement because I can look over on my desk and I see this book that has me on the front of it, and it still mm-hmm. gives this feeling of uh, awe, of uh, shock <laughs> in some ways acknowledgement, because sometimes I can hear you or others refer to me as author, and I wonder who they're talking to, because I didn't know to dream that. What I do know, though, is I have a passion for uh, motivating people and encouraging people, specifically women, to push past where they would normally stop, to believe in themselves and to keep going. Those are things that come to me naturally. Those are things to say that come to me naturally, not until the book came limiting my if I'm just keeping it to myself or my small circle and by having a book it could reach out to so many more people and help people on a normal day even when things come up that they didn't expect so it's still it's still I'm still in awe that that title is behind my name the um, yeah. author is still still in awe about that
1: you, you, you mentioned earlier about you didn't know to dream this the book is called dream by design the devotional Talk to us about the power of dreams for you. Have you always been a person inspired by your dreams or a person who was willing to dream big, Melissa?
0: Well, you know, I haven't always been that person. You know, I went through, uh, my journey took me through some difficult challenges um, for many years and I didn't believe in myself, actually. I um, This is Domestic Violence Month, so I definitely want to mention the journey that that took me through and as I as I grew through it which was over 17 years of it, I the biggest impact and I had this conversation today Cyrus that the biggest impact that I now know is that it was all about mindset, you know. Uh yes, there was physical abuse there, but it was the mindset that allowed it to happen and allowed me to have, um to grow to where I am today. So when I look back now, it causes me to realize how important it is to Begin with believing in yourself, not what someone is telling you that you are, but what you believe in your core. So no matter what they say, you're still going to believe in yourself. And when you start there, the believing big comes, right? Because if you believe in yourself and that you deserve the life that you desire, that you can go unlimitless, that your only limit is you, you begin to dream big. And I noticed my dreams started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, The more I believed in myself, the more I had confidence that I had something to offer to the world.
1: It's a great reminder, I think, for all of our audience, regardless of what profession they're in. For those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online. You're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back Master Event Planner, Motivational Speaker, and author Melissa Banks to our program today. We're talking to Melissa not only about the year that's been 2022, but also what it's been like for her to do, what she loves, to make adjustments, but also to see the results of that. One of the things that's happened in 2022, you don't, in my opinion, talk enough about it, Melissa, and that is you're being a Woman of the Year honoree uh, for Celebrate You. Um, you're one of those people who are being recognized this year uh, for your contributions. I want to talk about rewards for a moment because I think a lot of times, well, I can speak for myself personally. I'm a person who focuses more on the work than reward. But how important has it been? I know you, Melissa is a person who likes to celebrate. I think that may be an excuse just to party. But, Melissa, I'll let you tell us. So <laughs> how? <laughs> How important, <laughs> how important <laughs> has it been for you in some form or fashion, I'll say it that way, to celebrate your wins?
0: I think it's critical, you know. So I, let's talk about the work that you just mentioned, the woman of of the month was March, with my woman of the month, and I didn't know they were even watching, you know, people watching you and paying attention to you that you don't even know. I got right. up that morning and it was there, right? I saw it. it I was so thrilled. And one of the reasons it, I I found it very thrilling is to encourage someone else. When they hear my journey and hear the things that I went through and then see something like that, acknowledged. that gives you hope that you can do it too and it helps you move on. So to celebrate, you have to celebrate the wins to keep going. You have to appreciate the wins to keep going. That doesn't mean you have to go out and throw a big party. It doesn't mean you have to go on to this big shopping spree. It does mean that you have to take a moment to pause, to to celebrate what just happened. And for me, sometimes yeah. that's a cup of coffee wow. with a peppermint in it. I talk about that often. <laughs> so, but And sometimes <laughs> sometimes that's what it is. But if you don't take that moment, and I, I thought that you often about that because you go from one thing to the next thing and the next thing, and then yeah. if, if you don't take that moment, then you forget the moment and what mm-hmm. it took you to get there because you've already yeah. looked ahead. So I believe that they're celebrating the wins, even if they're small wins. It's critical to keeping you going to where you want to be.
1: And I'm not going to disagree with that. I, I think that is um, something to consider. You know, I think it, you're right. You, you just like this month, uh, this year has kind of in many ways been a blur. Um, but, you know, a lot of great things have happened. And, and I think it is, it is important to take out that time, no matter how simple the thing might be, as you mentioned, um, just to be able to acknowledge it. So with Mm -hmm. that being said, then, part of what you've been able to do is to not only to do the work, Melissa, but you alluded to another book, and that is you've been able to teach. Talk to us about that, Melissa, as, as a coach, as a teacher, as a guide. Um, has that been an easy role for you to embrace that since this path that you've been on has taught you so much and benefited you so much that you wanted to be able to share what you've learned with other people?
0: You know, I think that's so uh, fulfilling to look back at, at something that you've learned to do and that you learned the hard way. When I started my business, it, we didn't have the resources that the planners and and the the business owners that start now. You can basically sit down and you can Google classes and they're there and you can it can help you learn where to go to register your business and different things. So when I started, it was hard work. It was it was digging in the and and it's easy to become overwhelmed when you're having to learn something new in that manner. So the fact that I went through that and I can share that with someone who's thinking of starting their business now and make their process easier is really fulfilling to me because in my core I want to help. You know, I want to encourage, I want to motivate, but I also want to provide tools to people to make their, their journey easier if possible because it's so easy to get overwhelmed, right, when you're starting something and there's so many things coming at you. And oftentimes that's the point that causes people to quit. It's because it gets so overwhelming. But if you have someone right. who's been there and will share, which was one of the challenges I faced, people who were there already were not willing to share what they learned and how what their process was. So it became I made a commitment to myself even back then that once I learned it, I would be willing to share what I learned with other people to help them achieve their dreams and goals as well.
1: You alluded to, and I want to go back to it um, because you just kind of mentioned it in passing, Melissa, about uh, this being recognized for our audience joining us live um, as Domestic Violence Awareness Month, uh, your being a, a survivor and thriver in so many ways. I, I want to talk about, though, that process. And what and what in particular I wanted to talk about is the importance of understanding your value and worth because, as you said Um, the physical is one thing, but the mental, the emotional definitely takes an impact. And I think for our audience, whether they've been in a situation where we're talking about domestic violence or just people, you know, telling them what is not possible for them, what they can't do, who they cannot be, what has it been like for you, Melissa, to realize and appreciate your own value?
0: Probably been the, uh, the part of the journey that I have to continue to do. Because, see, it's really easy to uh, to look back to some of the language that you've heard before, or somebody will say something that reminds you of that language, or you read something on social media that makes you feel inferior, which is the key to the control in your mind. And so you have to always have something to replace that language or replace that influence. So it's not a a, a one-time deal and you're done. It's something you have to continue to do so that that language in your head, that conversation in your head consistently reminds you that you are worthy, that you have something great to offer the world, that your experiences was part of your journey that's not make you who you are but makes you who you can be and that you are your only limit. I say those things to myself because that's what keeps you going. That's what changes that language in your head. You know, I often refer to it as uh, change the channel when you start hearing that negative stuff that controls your mind and if it controls your mind it controls your actions so you have to change that that conversation in your head and that's critical some weeks are easier than others you know you know things are going great and you're hearing a lot of positive feedback so it's easier but the key is already have your toolbox ready on those days or those times where it's not easy that you're not feeling great that you Unfortunately, compare yourself to what someone else is doing, and and it causes you to feel like you don't have everything that you need. So you need something in your toolbox already to to help you change that channel and to focus back on what you are and who you are and what you can be. And that's what helps me every single day.
1: Well, I think, again, that is so important, Melissa, and it's something, again, that everyone can be able to do. So let's talk about moving forward. Advice for our audience mm-hmm. then. As we kind of walk through your own journey, what you've been able to do, how you got here, what do you know me tell people about just starting? Because, again, that is the thing that stops so many people taking that mm-hmm. first step. What do you know me tell people who come to you and, and want to know what should they do?
0: Well, you know, the first thing I say is, You have to take the first step because you can talk yourself out of it. If you have a great idea, you can start thinking about the how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how I'm going to pay for it, and then you literally talk yourself out of it and you never take that first step. If you don't take the first step, then none of the other steps can happen. So if you say, yes, this is what I want, this is what I want to do, this is the dream in my heart that I want to move forward to, and take that first step. That's the key. You know, this, it's the end of the year. People are thinking about what's my next step? What am I going to do next year? Don't figure it all out. To make the first step. And once you make the first step, then you can figure it out. Don't let the first step stop you in your tracks. It never
1: happens. What about forgiveness of self, Melissa? So much attention is focused on forgiving others, and that definitely is important. But I think for us sometimes, and when I say forgiving ourselves, I'm not just talking about with the big things. I'm talking about for goals that we did not reach, for things that we, you know, may have said we wanted to do that we didn't put the action in. How important has that been for you to treat yourself with some grace?
0: You know what? That is a really good question, and not one I've been asked often, but the key for me is. Um, because I will find myself, and I'm sure others are are like me, I look back over my career and I think, you know, I should have done this, or I should have done this this way, or if I would have done that, I would be further alone now than I am. And when I do that, it causes me to beat up on myself more, and that's when I reach into my toolbox. Sometimes I have to just um, recite my encouragement and motivation, Sometimes I have to come up with a plan for my next project, which works for me. That doesn't work for everyone. When I get in that place of of insecurity or that place of beating myself up, I typically move into something else. What's my next step? I start planning that next step. The key is to change that from, you know what, you you didn't do it then, but you know what, when you know better, you do better, and you continue to learn, and you continue do better. I think what happens is sometimes we we look back and woulda, coulda, shoulda, and that's what causes us to stop from moving forward where we are. So when you look back, because looking back is good if you're looking back to learn, if you're looking back for the lesson, but you can't get stuck back there looking back at what you didn't do. And just look forward to what you can do, what you have learned in your journey, and where you can go from there.
1: Such a great point. Again, everyone, master event planner, motivational speaker, entrepreneur and author, and my friend Melissa Banks. When she's been treating me very nicely today and Melissa, I really appreciate that. <laughs> um Melissa can be kind of tough on me, but um I appreciate I appreciate, <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. her her being nice. She's been on very good behavior. She didn't want y'all thinking nothing. Uh but Melissa, really appreciate you being on with us. How can our audience stay connected with us?
0: You know, Cyrus, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, especially when you've been so nice, So This has been a wonderful conversation, <laughs> and I've really enjoyed it. You can I take a connection with me. Simply go to TheMelissaBanks.com, and all of our links, our books, everything that we do is right there in that one place, and that's TheMelissaBanks.com.
1: And the time went by quickly, Melissa, as it always does. We all, Melissa and I always have great conversations. And, you know, this was a wide-ranging one here, uh, and, and I think it's definitely great. Uh, Melissa, everything you've been able to do, congratulations to you. So happy for you and all of your success. I know there are a lot of great things are to come, and looking forward to our next chat together.
0: Thank you so much. It's been wonderful chatting with you, and I look forward to more to come.
1: Exactly. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now let's go make today amazing. Take care.